the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. Now we're back. I didn't even have the mics unmuted. Why? Well, that's fine. Kyle, that was Kyle's rear. Yeah. For anybody who's interested, that's producer Kyle. Views are going to get You didn't even have roof. to pay for that. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, free. Forget only. We thing. just shot up to 10,000 viewers. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Kyle, come back. Come, yeah, get back in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, as you can see, we got John Everybody say hi to right Kyle. Now. Come on. You can jump, jump in the picture here. So, uh, we gave ourselves five minutes to get John ready. Clearly, that wasn't enough time. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're going to do You know, like Bill O'Reilly said, we're going to do it live. Well, it was kind of fun. Right. We got them all situated, and then the very last minute, we said, is this mic on? Nope. It was not on. <laughs> and then it turns out ours weren't on. <laughs> so... John, it's good to have you here. I won't ask you anything since you don't have a mic yet and the people won't be able to hear you. Uh oh. Are we good now? Are we good now? Can you guys hear John? I don't know. They'll have to let us know. Let us know. Hashtag let them know. Uh, while you were gone, I, I told your joke about C.J. Stroud not requesting a trade from Houston. Yeah, it would be open. It landed like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funnier than America did. Um, so, uh, well, I, I'm glad you got here safely, John. Thank you. Uh, so, while we were gone, B.J. Ujolari picked by the Cardinals. I have some information on him, um, if I can find it, courtesy of the Discord, and we're way behind, so I got to catch up. B, um, did I already talk about him? No, I didn't. B.J. Ujolari, edge rusher out of LSU, 21 years old, 6'2", 248 pounds. Uh, Ujolari is the younger brother of Giants edge rusher and second rounder Aziz Ujolari. Mm. So he's got good uh, NFL We talked about him in the family. he was coming out for the, as a potential pick for the Browns. Uh, he's similarly undersized edge with an array of pass rushing moves at his disposal. Saw his playing time ever since his freshman year and racked up 127 pressures in three seasons. So the dude's been pr- productive since a freshman at yep. a, a, a high-level university like LSU. So that's, a, that's impressive. Uh, and then also while we were gone, the Packers finally picked an offensive player. Yes. <laughs> I like that pick. And they picked tight end out of Oregon State, Luke Musgrave. Yep. He is 22 years old, six foot six, 253 pounds. He ran a 4.61. Said it's a shame we only saw two games on Musgrave before an undisclosed knee injury cost him the rest of the 2022 season. The senior tight end was balling with 11 catches for 169 yards and a score over that span. Uh, he's the best athlete at the position in the class, boasting the kind of speed and agility to separate from defensive backs. You've kind of just seen, like, tight ends, mm-hmm. I would say, in, like, the last, what, since Gronk came onto the scene and Aaron Hernandez. I mean, those hybrid tight ends, they, if you have one or two of them, I mean, in Joku, they're game changers. And they're mm-hmm. typically they're the safety net for your quarterback. Yeah, uh, Musgrave's the guy that Barry Shuck, another guy that he saw at the Senior Bowl. He talked to him, interviewed him, you know, watched him that week and came away pretty impressed. But I think the lack of playing experience, the injury history was a, a bit of a concern. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. So the Lions picker, pick is in. Very weird draft so far with the Lions. Yeah. If they don't go defense here, I don't know. My head might explode. <laughs> because that was the team's weakness. Yeah. And they've gone, what, running back? And then they went the linebacker. And then who did they pick up again here just early in the second round? Um, tight the tight end, end. Out of Iowa. Yeah, the, the tight the end out of Iowa. So 
they need to go defense. Um, and, and they need to go defense in a bad way. And I'm kind of surprised with a, a head coach like Dan Campbell, like the tough gr- – I'm kind of surprised they've gone all this offense so far. Mm-hmm. Are you guys surprised with that? I – you know, it doesn't surprise me so much just because we saw them actually put together a pretty decent offensive output last yeah. year. Yeah. And it just seems like that's what they want to continue doing. So I I don't I don't hate the picks they've made. I hate where they've taken them. Oh, that's fair. You know what I mean? I think fair. Jameer yeah. Gibbs is a, a great running back for yeah. them. But at twelve I think was a bad yeah. place to take them. I think them. you could have gotten him farther down. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, well, we got a little bit of dead time here while we're waiting for the, the Lions pick to come in. Something we talked about before the break that we were going to get into. A team that t- teams are considering, or people are considering, had a good day yesterday. AFC North rival, the Ravens. So, I yeah. feel like we need to finally get into this a little bit. Yes. Get John warmed up, you know, coming mm-hmm. into here. What, first of all, what did you think, what do you guys think, of re-signing Lamar. How much does it turn the needle? Because me and Justin and Josh, we were kind of going back and forth yeah. in our text message group when that happened. I'm on the side, like, I wanted him gone. Me too. I wanted him me gone. Me too. One, just, I just thought there was no shot he's coming back. Yep. Like, I thought it was done. I wanted a rebuild. A I don't bit. like to give this guy any props, but Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Butler's like Nostradamus right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't he's got the, the pulse on the radio. Yeah, if, sure. if uh, if you're listening right now, which I don't know if you are, don't don't let that go to your head. But he called it. He called Odell. He called Lamar. I mean, they made him the highest paid player in the NFL. In, the NFL, yep. in NFL history. Um, it's one of those things. Do I know if he was worth being paid the most money in NFL history? That part I don't know. Is it annoying and makes life tougher for the Browns? A hundred percent, yes. Yeah, I agree completely. Like if if sitting, I, it's one of those things where before before they re-signed Lamar, I I had the Ravens is probably finishing like third in the division. Now, if I'm sitting here, I would probably pick them to win it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Safe Flowers is an absolute steal for them. I and, can't. And they always get their guy. Yeah. It always. Yeah. Uh, the, the last year, who, who they who did it fell to him last year that they they got. They just like fell right oh, to Kyle him. Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, the guys just they like the guy that like the the they have starred on their big board just falls to them. Yeah, it's just the rich get richer. So, um, thoughts, Lamar? How does he? What do you guys think? I'll start it off. I thought that they were going to be rolling out a very good defense and that they were going to be hard to score against. (laughs) Fatal Gnome says, glad you made it, John. You didn't hope you didn't work too hard. We need your effort now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I worked too hard. (laughs) No, you didn't. I know what you do for a living. (laughs) The machine worked hard. Yeah, Um, that's true. So keep going. But um, I, I was honestly hoping that they, I'm not saying that they would go into a rebuild, but I wanted a little uncertainty and I felt like the whole off season, that it just felt very like un Baltimore like. You know what I mean? I felt like their off season was rough. They the direction was a little strange. And then, you know, you start seeing things falling in place. Honestly, I I know Josh is gonna disagree with this. I think that they're gonna be very dangerous on offense. They're they and we can say, hey, is Odell gonna stay healthy? Blah blah blah. Like you said, Flowers is I think that those guys are going to be running around wide open because everybody's so worried about the run. And you have Dobbins and you have Lamar Jackson who can absolutely just shred you. I think there's just going to be a lot of backs turned. And this is a team 
that has kicked our ass for years. My entire <laughs> life, they have put it on us. And we can say, hey, Lamar Jackson, he sucks. He's 6-3 and three against us. He, he beats us. Ah, that's tough. Hey, well, you want to talk about this one? Yeah, yeah let's we'll, go. We'll come back to Lamar. Go ahead and talk. You seem excited. This is, uh, for where they're getting him, this is an absolute steal. I so, mean, they they just signed C.J. Garner-Johnson, who is very versatile. Brian Branch is also very versatile. This like is the Lions we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people have uh, listed him as a uh, you know corner. Some people have him as a safety. For me, he is a safety, but... He's a do-it-all guy. Like, this this is a great pick. And, I mean, the Lions have put some money on defense. I know they haven't necessarily drafted a ton of de- defense. Yeah. But you've been talking about it. They need to add, you know, solid defensive players. They just got one of the steals of the draft, in my opinion. And this is at 45. Uh, I mean, yeah. this is a guy that I would have thought would have been top of the second round. Yeah. And here we are at 45. So we got Brian Campbell, ba- Brian Branch Jr. Branch out of Alabama, twenty-one years old, six foot, one hundred ninety pounds. He ran a four-five-eight. Branch is the definition of a football player. He plays the game you wish every defensive back would. He's also the best tackling defensive back BFF has graded, missing only four tackles on one hundred seventy-four career attempts. Here's my thing about that: we as Browns fans know. I feel like tackling is so underrated when evaluating these players. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good you are. If you can't tackle, you can't play. It's This is still football. you know. And we watch Mac Wilson and all kinds of players on the Browns just miss tackle. And, and it turns two-yard gains into first downs, and it, it kills your defense. So, solid pick by the Lions. They need, Do the Lions win the division? They could. They could. They very well could. I mean, well, they, they, they. Jamison Williams suspended, don't forget. Uh, yeah, but they played all year with they, last year without him. I, I still think the Vikings have the, I don't know, the leg up in that division, but their defense is not that great. And they won so, a lot of close games. Yeah, that's they right. They won all their close so games it, last it's, year. Right. It was so, the opposite end of the spectrum. The year before, they lost all of those one-score games. Right. Last year, they won all of them. So you got to think if they fall in the middle, they're going to be like a 500 team. That's very you know possible. What I mean? It's totally possible. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I I'm gonna. I'm. I'm picking the Lions right now. I'm. I'm. I'm on my Lions. You are, man. You, you want to double to double up on that? Huh? I knew who kept saying the Lions were gonna finish above the Packers last year. <laughs> I, I, I'm him. <laughs> You're him. Yeah, I'm him. Uh, so back to the to the Lamar situation. Um, even here. Here's here's my argument on it. Is I don't think Lamar's an elite level passer, but I don't think he needs to be. Correct. I, with their defense, I think. And Aaron Butler has been saying this, and we gave him crap for it because I didn't think he was going to be on the team. They don't have to score that many points. If the Ravens score 20 points, they're going to make the playoffs, you know, a game because their defense will, will keep you down, and then they will just be the number one rushing team in the league. Lamar will throw for 2,800 yards, but it'll rush for 1,600, and you won't be able to stop him, and it'll convert third downs with his legs, and you'll be on the field for – 45 plays instead of 70 and they'll beat you 20 to 14 and that's what's that's what's going to happen that's my fear i don't think it's about really how well lamar can throw a football to me it's it's just how he affects the game in his way well as far as how successful they're going to be to me it's all about health yeah 100 percent. lamar is a playoff i mean he, he gets to the playoffs hasn't done well in the playoffs but the only years he didn't make it he was hurt you know, for most of the year. So if he's healthy, they're going to be, they're going to be dangerous. I just, I don't know. They got some people on offense. Odell being one of them, Lamar. 
They just drive to say flowers. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Are they going to stay healthy, those yeah. guys? I mean, and J.K. Dobbins still coming off an injury. I mean, he, he was looked like he was getting back to form last year, but you just never know how a guy's going to respond after that either with re-injury stuff. My thing with the Ravens is we just sat here early and talked about how, you know, these teams talk about defense, but in the end, whenever they win a Super Bowl, what wins the Super Bowl right now? It's this offense, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The Ravens aren't going to have that offense. I went back and I looked. So since I think it was 1996 is whenever their franchise actually started. And they've only had three as a team, three seasons where they've had over 4,000 passing yards as a team. So they, they're not a high, they, they just don't have a history of being a high passing offense. And I still don't think they're going to be. I mean, we're talking when Lamar came in, it was 3,700. 2019, it was 3,300, 2,900. They didn't even hit 3,000 in 2020, 4,200 then in 21, but then back down to 32. So I just, I just don't see them having the, I know the Todd Munkin thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I just don't see it happening and I, well, I guess my argument would be I don't think they need to. They don't need, they don't need to. But I'm to saying when you get to the playoffs, like yeah, we talked about, yeah, we're talking about winning the division. Yeah. But I'm talking about it because you know Lamar gets to the playoffs, he's going to lose. So that's a foregone conclusion. But <laughs> that's just going to continue happening because of this. No, I, yeah, I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. I don't think, you know, I'm not saying Lamar signing with the Ravens makes them Super Bowl favorites. I'm saying it makes them AFC North favorites. And I don't think I don't if Lamar throws for three thousand yards that it does that's not how that's not how they need to play. I think the only thing that could be the downfall of the Ravens is if they come out and just try to be a wide open passing attack and Lamar throws it forty times a game. To me, then that could be their downfall because that's not his strength. But if they play to the strength, what scares me the most is if Todd Monkey comes out and spreads them out and runs like a college spread yeah. because. You, you're not going to stop that. In, in like in a college, I mean, like Urban Meyer ran the spread at Ohio State, but we still ran the ball a ton. If they go to that kind of offense, you're not stopping a Dobbins, Lamar Reed option. It's when your defense is all on the outside, outside the numbers, you're not you're not doing it. So that that's what scares me. It, it doesn't matter if they only throw for three thousand yards if they have twenty five hundred yards rushing. That's fifty five hundred yards offense in a season. So, do you, have you got information on Zay Flowers? Some knowledge on him because I was looking at since Lamar came in the league in twenty eighteen. Who are like guys that the Ravens have taken in the top one hundred picks of the draft? And the names are guys like Rashad Bateman, J.K. Dobbins, Devin Duvernay, Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin, Hayden Hurst was a first rounder, Mark Andrews, and now Zay Flowers. So, out of that list, I really only see two like. Obviously, Mark Andrews. That was a good pick. He was a mm-hmm. third-round pick. Marquise Brown was... He had his moments Hollywood with them. Brown, yeah. It wasn't terrible. But I don't think he was a first-round production pick. And then we, Rashad Bateman, the jury's out because he's never on the field. And Dobbins is good. But mm-hmm. overall, they have not drafted very well in the top 100. So why is Zay Flowers different? So the, the thing that's different with Zay Flowers is he's good over the middle of the field, where I would argue Hollywood Brown is more of your deep threat. Just send him vertical. Um, Flowers is going to beat you with his technique. He's a great route runner, and he gets open. I mean, that's, that's the one thing. He's shifty, and he's going to be able to shake defenders at the NFL level. The thing with me, though, is Lamar is the type of player, obviously he extends plays, but... You know, when the play breaks down, Zay Flowers, similar to like an OBJ, is going to be able to adjust on the fly. I mean, that's one of the things that he's going to be able to do. And at his shiftiness, at his speed, boy, I mean, that's like 
That's crazy, especially when you factor in the guys they already have. You know, for me, there was two guys, Jason and Zay Flowers, that I did not want on the Ravens, and they got Flowers, which I guess, as an Ohio State fan, <laughs> I I guess I would rather have them get yeah, Zay Flowers. Because it already makes me sick that Dobbins yeah. is yeah. on their team. Yeah, I yeah. still like to root for Jason, so this is this is good. I still don't put their I still don't put their receiving core. Like I'm not afraid of their receivers. Basically, it's, it basically it's. It's Lamar, yeah, and it's, it's Lamar because we haven't yet we have yet to prove to stop him. Mm-hmm. He, he like Justin said, he's six and three against us. It's like their, de- I think, and I'm I'm not going to say I'm afraid of their defense, but I think their defense has a chance to be very good. It's very good, yeah. Okay, so they they're going to have a solid defense, and they're going to just ball control you to death. I'm not, it's, I'm not, I don't think Odell tips the needle for them. I'm not afraid of Bateman. Mark Andrews is very good. Yes. Even Zay Flowers. I'm not. I mean. I'm not that worried. I already watched him ruin Bateman. You know, it's it's just the fact that this guy touches the ball 70 times a game for them, and he's one of the most electric players in the league, and I don't want to deal with that. Right. <laughs> that's that's my thought process. It's just more speed, more shiftiness, more quickness in general for the Ravens. That's the most frustrating part. It's like a team that's already fast got faster. And he's not just speed. This is not Anthony Schwartz. You know, this is somebody. It's football that, speed. Yeah. Elite route runner. <laughs> yeah. And you can actually play the position. He's been compared to not off the field, but on the field, Antonio Brown. I've coming heard that. It's crazy. Just, Who's also on the Ravens. That, I'll tell you what, that, is, <laughs> that was the craziest thing I saw all day. Like, as long as he's not like AB on Snapchat, that's all I care about. So wow. we, got, we got the Bucks pick coming coming in. Um, we'll announce this pick, then we'll get caught up. We kind of missed the last few with our Ravens talk. Mm-hmm. So this Bucks pick is in. Hmm. Offensive tackle Cody Mock. Congrats, Baker. <laughs> get some protection. Um, it's a big boy. So let's go back and review oh, real quick. That's who that is. Wasn't, so, he a, wasn't he a tight end in high school or something? Oh, yeah. was he a tight, I thought he was a quarterback or something. He's oh, dude. Yeah, he was a quarterback. quarterback. This dude, yeah. quarterback, tight end, and defensive end. Nice. Yeah, at the high school, big dude. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of a lot cool. of hair. Yeah, you don't see that every day. Uh, so I, I kind of want to recap these picks. Then the Patriots went edge rusher Keon White. Um, are they ever going to draft yes. offensive players? Poor Mac Wilson, man. Well, rumor was they wanted to trade him. Yeah, uh, I now guess they, they don't. I guess <laughs> I guess they that Belichick did not like some of the backdoor dealing that Matt Wilson was doing last mm-hmm. year, and Bel- Belichick's you know greatest coach of all time probably, but it's it's a point now where is he he's he's kind of old and set in his ways, and he's he doesn't seem to be, he's not evolving with the league. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and. You're not going to be good with what they have right now. <laughs> like, it's you got to have speed and you got to be able to win in space and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm surprised to see them go defense again. Um, Baker's going to love this dude, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. He looks like a fun dude. Well, for the period of time Baker's there, he will love him. True. Yeah, so, and then. Uh, Washington went Jartavius Martin, cornerback out of uh, Illinois. PFF didn't like that. They gave it a below average grade. Um, and then Tampa Bay here. And then uh, the Steelers have already made their pick. And so has Green Bay. Man, TV is behind. way behind. Do you know who uh, Steelers picked? Did it show you? Uh, they're getting ready to pick right here, but I do know who they picked. Okay. Do you want – do you – <laughs> 
Uh, so we got hey, Aaron's in here. Yeah, um, yes. Aaron, I gave you your flowers earlier, and that's it. Your Zay um, flowers. Yeah. He says, OBJ and Todd Monken, Zay flowers, Nelson Aguilar are here for the ride, not to save the Ravens. They're here to learn how to win and help Nelson us win Aguilar. the Super Bowl. Really? That's part of your <laughs> argument. Now, I will listen to you all day about winning games and being competitive and being very good. Don't talk Super Bowl. Lamar has one <laughs> win in the, in, the, in the playoffs, and he has more turnovers than touchdowns in the playoffs. So if yeah, you're – take it easy. Yeah. Well, so – Get, give him a rest. Kenny Max says, how are there so many Ravens fans on a dog's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to jump ahead, but I just saw the Packers pick. I haven't seen it yet, but I had a buddy text me, and he said he likes what they're doing. This, I'm not going to spoil it, but what I'm going to say is this is very interesting because this is a guy that we have talked about later, and he hmm. went very early. Well, I wonder how many how many people here in the chat aren't ahead of the TV yeah. anyway, you know, with us, but... I mean, you guys, I'm, let us know. Do you want us to start I don't spoiling spoil stuff it for everybody in the room? But oh, it doesn't matter to me. Unrendered says it's because the Ravens don't have podcasts. <laughs> That's <laughs> not true. Engraven vids on YouTube. He's a he's a great. I've heard, I've heard of him. YouTube guy. I mean, I had a little beef with him for no reason over Baker at one point, but he's cool. <laughs> I like him. Good dude. Um, every it says everybody's behind in the Discord that we're way ahead of you. I'm, I'm not well shocked. Uh, <laughs> Phil Davis says there's several Ravens podcasts. Yeah. Well, why don't you list them off for uh, Aaron and be more Ravens and whatever whoever else we got in here, um, so they can Willie Johnson. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homemade burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real, aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout and get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. You get $20 off the Burger Perfection flight plus free shipping. Discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. So, are you guys surprised the Browns haven't done, we haven't heard anything yet or are do you think they're going to stay pat you think they're going to move up what do you guys think i'm not surprised i mean we didn't jump up 20 picks you know last year mm-hmm. you know the year we got a jok we moved up a few slots you know nothing crazy do you do you think there's like do you think a chase young thing is in the works or do you think or do you think like a hopkins things like do you think they're backdoor dealing right now or do you think we're just sitting pat go ahead dude we're not getting Chase Young no. if they want two first quarters. <laughs> this is very we true. We don't have those. This is very true. You know, we don't. Our first round pick this year and next year is our quarterback. I think people got to get over the big name hunting. I think Fair. you got to be realistic here. And I know I probably sound extremely negative when I say this. Like every week I feel like I say this. But you have to look at the contracts and look at the long term. The value is getting guys in the second, third, and fourth round who can be starters for you on the rookie contracts. That's where the core of your team is made. And as far as your question about the Browns trading up, if things keep going as they are and it's not going to cost an arm and a leg to trade up, 
you're still looking at a lot of great names that the yeah. Browns could be interested in. I was actually going to run through some of these that I was just skimming through the top. Did of the I level. miss it? Did Josh Downs get picked? Or no, he's still crazy? on the board. Trent Simpson's still on the board. Yeah. Um, Cedric Tillman, who's Jalen Hyatt's teammate, that I actually like Cedric Tillman better than Jalen Hyatt. Myself. Hyatt's Mar- available too. Marvin, yeah, Hyatt's still out there. Marvin Mims. There, I was just going to mention Keanu Benton, who just went to the Steelers. Great. What? I was about to cuss. <laughs> yeah, that to. was that was a guy that would have been nice to be available for the Browns, but Jeez. I will not Why mention him now. The Steelers always get great defensive linemen. So it Zach Pickens, uh, so the much. DT out of South Carolina, is still available. That's Sidney Brown, the safety out of Illinois. Battle is still available. Uh, Drew Sanders, the linebacker out of Arkansas. There's still a lot of guys. What do you, What is the biggest position in need? You know, I I had somebody point out to me that, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about linebacker, rightfully so. I still think defensive interior, we need we need some more depth there, and we are thin on the edge still. I don't think there's any def- interior defensive lineman that I would take right now. I think for the Browns, I'm more so looking at 98 okay. versus 74, especially, I mean, we've been talking about it. Some of the positions that you have with the talent still available, I think it's worth it to take that position with the better talent and then just come back to it later. And plus, I mean, the it's a very interesting name, and you guys are Ohio State fans. Zach Harrison. Mm-hmm. He's up. I, was I mean, mention this is kid who was the number one prospect coming out of high school. Uber athletic. He's massive. Um for me, I kind of think he's, he plays similar to a guy the Browns just had, Jadavian Clowney. So, you know, his lack of production, and I think he's dropping or has dropped massively. That's the guy I want to talk about. Um, oh, wow. has, okay. Has dropped okay. massively because of the lack of production, because you're talking Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Chase Young, Cam Hayward. That's the level you got to play at. He didn't play at that level, but he's got the talent to get there. So he's right. an interesting name. Yeah, him and I keep seeing Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin, too, as another yeah, guy. So bad. there's there's a lot of names out there. So, I mean, as far as trading up to kind of address the original question, I'm thinking it's stay pat or trade back a few. If, they, if there's like a three or four or five of these guys on the board that the Browns are like, we're good with any of these guys, they might trade back a few spots. Collect a couple. Back. God, I hate trading. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not saying I love it. I'm I saying it. I can I see it happening. It. Andrew Barry's only traded up one time in three years. So for JOK, for JOK. Um, so it, well, it makes me kind of nervous when I think about the Browns roster and whole, which we're going to get to Jaden Reed to pick out the, for the Packers right now. Uh, DF's chomping at the bit, but <laughs> I, I just want to. If you really look at the roster, we're thin. It's kind of a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Who's who's going to be the other starting interior D lineman? We don't know. So I take you know what I mean. We don't we don't know who who's going to start a linebacker. You know we don't know if if Amari Cooper goes down, wide receiver is what about safety? You know what I mean. Safety's locked up. I think one injury and it's well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If there's, I agree with I agree with you there. I think they're great as far as starters, but if there's an injury. There, man, we love the Anthony Bell, but it's him and then uh, who's the other guy? Bubba something. I've, I've never even heard of the guy. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of just. It's it's crazy to me, you know. Just talking about safety, you know. I've talked a lot about Jordan Battle. I can't believe because for me, modern day strong safeties in the NFL is exactly what he is. 
Like you want a guy who can hit, who's fast, who's physical, but he's also great in coverage. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's not being talked about that highly. And it's kind of surprising to me because he's done it consistently. I mean, you know, maybe he's not been like the, the player that just pops off the tape all the time, but he's not been bad and he tested decently. And here we are. And it kind of looks like the Browns might be able to get him at 98. Oh, man. Can they move up to, to pick 53 and 54? No kidding. <laughs> we're still 20-some picks away from the Browns. The fact that we got all these people in here and we're still 20 picks away from a Browns pick is pretty awesome. Again, thanks for being here. We got Ravens fans in here running their mouths right now. Uh, but no, yes, I'm going to give do. DF his chance here. He wants to talk about Packers pick uh, Jaden Reed. So the floor is yours. No, I mean, I think it's interesting because, again, with the NFL draft, what fascinates me the most is what you're seeing a lot this year, where it's like you have guys at the same position who, in my opinion, are better, but because of a few traits, you're seeing other guys go ahead. And Reed is one of those players. I mean, the Packers, to t- if they're looking for a Jalen Reed and they didn't take a Tillman or a Hyatt or somebody like that, that's surprising to me. So, some people think that, um, you know, he's got potential to be really, really good. The Packers must believe that because they passed up a lot mm. of really good receivers who produced in college football for this kid. Yeah, I mean, and he's not – so I've heard a lot of people talking about him being strictly a slot receiver in the NFL. I mean, he's not exactly the the small – slot receiver profile. I mean, he's 5'11". He's almost six feet tall. Oh, about 190. Oh. oh, the Seahawks took Charbonnet. Oh my that's what God. I, yeah. Whoa. Kenneth Walker and Zach crazy. Charbonnet. Their offense is going to be loaded. Ridiculous. If, if, um, they see an opening in that division, they know they're, I mean, it, it's them and the Niners. Oh, for sure. If Gino, if Gino doesn't regress and he, he plays like he did last year, Yikes. I'm still taking the Niners. Yeah, me too, but my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hard not I mean, to. They made, Seahawks, they made the playoffs last year. That, that, yeah, they're putting together. I mean, this is obviously you can't trade a draft or grade a draft. That for, yeah. trade a draft. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can grade it for two, three years, really. But, man, on paper, they're killing it. Yeah. The last two it, years. It, it's now. like them and the Eagles in terms of, and I'm giving it to them because they didn't draft any murderers. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I, that you know of. Yeah. That I, I mean, of. the future is always in motion, as Yoda said. Is that Yoda? <laughs> that's Yoda, right? I got that right. I, think, I, think so. I don't know, but that's good stuff. Oh, Jane, going back to Jaden Reed, though, I think that it's an interesting, like you said, it's interesting that the Packers picked him over some of the other receivers available because he is a little bit older coming out of college. He's already 23, but he's a great route runner. You know, this is a guy, this is another guy from the senior bowl that Barry Shuck was really high on. And we talked about him when we had him on back whenever that was in February. So did you just say he's a little older at 23? Well, you, a lot of these guys coming out are in like 21, maybe 22. Do you remember Brandon Whedon exists? Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, you Ed Hooker's already, what is he? He's already older than Joe Burrow, isn't it? I think. You should read Fatal Gnome's last uh, comment in the live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even see it. Oh, well, I don't know. We're going to read that. Uh, yeah, Where's it at? Oh, 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 gosh. <laughs> Who's he talking to? Oh, there's Ravens fans in here now. This is how you know, though, that Ravens fans are delusional. I mean, he says... 
uh, Watson's a good QB. Chubb is good. Everyone else blows. There's no stop. Come on, be real. Be realistic. Miles Garrett blows. Come on, bro. Like we, Amari Cooper was pretty. I, uh, yeah, yeah, Amari Cooper year. blows. I mean, come on, like stop. You can like at least if you're gonna talk crap, like you use factual, you know, points. That's like whenever we put out that video that our little blurb about uh, talking smack on Juju. Remember yeah, that? there were so many people in the comments on that video saying, "When was the last time the Browns had a thousand yard receiver?" I'm like, "This year." <laughs> yeah. Like, come on! Uh, and we had two thousand yard receivers. When we had Odell and Jarvis, right? And a thousand yard rusher. We won six games that year. Doesn't freaking mean anything, <laughs> you know? What yeah, I mean, right. like, so. Um, but did you guys think it was funny last night that the Jets took a defensive player? Yeah, I was going to say that. It, <laughs> because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers Green supposedly is always mad that they weren't drafting help for him. And then he goes to the Jets and they go defense. So the big one. thing, though, was the Steelers. It was Steelers, right? Jumped up ahead of the Jets to yep. get that offensive tackle. Yep. Did they jump the Jets or? I thought it was. Uh, yeah. They took uh, Roderick Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, what, the, the tear break on mm-hmm. the tackles and the Jets. That's who they were gunning for to try to get yep. that protection for Rodgers. Because you saw, did you, when you, were you watching that last night or you were no, busy? I was busy. So if you were watching, then you saw that the Jets were scrambling. They were scrambling as soon as he got picked by the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They Panic. didn't know where to go with their pick. They were trying to trade it. It was kind of fun to watch, honestly, and they came away with Will McDonald, which you should probably be prepared. Andrew Barry should have said, "We'll give you Anthony Schwartz." Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had to. I wanted to mention a couple other good players for the Browns, just for this guy. Um, they have a, a former Pro Bowler, right tackle, and Jack Conklin. We have two of the top five guards in the league in Betonio and uh, Teller. We had the number three graded overall center last year in Posick. Um, we have. Uh, Denzel Ward is one of the best. He's a top 10 corner in the league. Martin Emerson, one of the promising rookies. <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't come at me with everybody on the Browns. Just stop. You can say as an organization we've sucked. Yes, I say that fair. all the time. That's fair. You're not Absolutely. telling me anything that I don't already know. Yeah. You can't say that the roster is terrible. Stop. You sound stupid. Um, so... We're coming. By the way, just a reminder: we're coming up. We're probably about ten minutes or so away from uh, picking more winners in our homage T-shirt giveaway and our Brown of the Elf T-shirt giveaways. So if you haven't yet entered those contests, again, to enter those, you have to uh, become a Dog Pack member on here. What else do you got to do? Uh, you can be a if you're a Patreon Dog Pack member, become that. Uh, go to our Twitter page and retweet the pin tweet at the top. But I mean, you're you're here on YouTube, right? You're watching this. Ninety nine cents. Become a dog pack member and get three entries into the drawing. It's We're very, about to make the drawing. Yep. And again, and it's live all night. We got we got three more giveaways. Well, six more giveaways. Yeah. But for the like the. The homage T-shirts, you know, which a lot of you guys I know you're interested in, and the grand prize giveaway. I think we're probably going to do sometimes time around the Browns pick. Mm-hmm. That's two T-shirts and a hoodie. I mean, that's that's a hundred some dollars worth of T-shirts and hoodie the shirts probably. are almost forty bucks a piece. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so it's it's and it's ninety nine cents. So if it's something you're interested in, you want to help out the show. I was help saying, do it and you get the cool little badge you know level one badge and a lot of these guys are about to turn into level two here after they've been a, a member for a month and you get the emojis thank you Natus the greatest and Andrew Jackson for showing those off Watch this break. and again uh, 
jointhedogs.com, become a dog pack member. I was I jumped into the Discord uh, yeah, during the break. During oh, the break. Okay. And it's going off. Okay. So now we got am I saying this right? Is it Jervin or Gervin? Gervon Dexter. Gervon. Man, I'm terrible. Gervon Dexter Sr. <laughs> uh, interior defensive lineman out of Florida going to Chicago. You told me Richardson had no help. He's got a second yeah. round pick. Yeah. What a great receiver Gervon <laughs> Dexter is. Huh? I know we talked there's just we talked about this earlier, but we know maybe there's some new people. I just to me that is I'm not drafting a guy fourth overall who is a project. That that's just to me like that's well, that's crazy. You know, I especially because if you don't pick him this year and you and you stink, you can draft Caleb Williams, Williams next yeah. year. Yep. This who, who's not a project. This now pro- a project. Now, you if he doesn't eventually pan out, you're. Five six years behind schedule, and you're fired, and, and you're fired, yeah. and all these good weapons and stuff you have, they're they're done. They're not even on the team anymore. This pick is interesting. We, uh, or at least I don't. I talked about it. Yes, you a did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Gravon Dexter. I think a lot of people probably think I didn't like him, but you didn't sound too high on him. <laughs> he's one dimensional. That's yeah. that's what's interesting to me. The Bears, in my opinion, taking him this high at fifty. What was that? Fifty three. Yeah, they're betting that he can develop some sort of pass rush because this guy is a dominant run defender, but he gets pushed around in the pass rush. So. For the Bears, I mean, this is a team that has swung for the fences, it seems, so far. You yeah. know, doing what they've done and, uh, you know, moving off off of one and getting everything they've gotten. They take a guy who's a little bit, in a similar way, kind of a project to where he's really good at one thing and they're betting on him to develop as a pass rusher. If he does, he can be really good. He could be really good. Um the only thing I'll say about him is my biggest pet peeve with him and why I wasn't as big of a fan. At the snap of the ball, he is so slow. That's not good. Like, no. I mean, he literally, when the ball snapped, he stands up and just sits there and then gets his hands on you and kind of shifts you around. That's, I just backed way far away. I hope yeah, you were pretty me. far back there. Um, I could hear you. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right there. But I John hope. might not have been able to. <laughs> I hope that he can kind of develop. Here's another really good pick. Yep. Yeah. I just saw that. I think you nailed that. Close. Spot on. Um I was really happy that uh Jigba didn't end up in San Diego also. Not San Diego, LA. Last night. Um so Edge Rusher out of USC, twenty years old, six three 266 pounds. Uh, it says he needs ascend- an ascending, versatile defensive lineman. He barely came off the field for the Trojans this past fall. He racked up fi- 56 pressures at 6'4", 290 pounds. He can play on the edge, over tackles, or a three technique in the NFL. So a lot of versatility for the Chargers. Oh, I know who the uh, I know who the the, the, um, the Chiefs the Chiefs traded up. Did they? And, and uh, their pick is in. I don't know. I don't know why TV is like. They're like a good five minutes behind. A lot of people thought this would be the Browns' first pick. Is let me ask you something. Is, are you guys surprised that Jalen Hyatt hasn't gone yet? Because no, there was a lot of mock draft, a lot of that you know kind of pre-draft hype talk of him potentially being a first-round pick. Here we are, partway through round two, and there Jaden Reed went before him. 
Because I've been hearing that Jalen Hyatt is more of a one-trick pony. Is that what that's, NFL teams are telling you by? That's what it is. Okay. Unfortunately, it, it sucks because I think Jalen, if the Browns take Jalen Hyatt at 74, I'm going to be elated because mm-hmm. he's, he's got the talent. Why don't you tell just, us a little bit about Jalen Hyatt for the people who don't know? So Jalen Hyatt, um, obviously, why am I forgetting the kid's name? Um, the other receiver? No. Oh, Hooker. Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Oh, hang on, um, hang on. Richard Christmas, welcome to the dog pack. All right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but no, Jalen Hyatt, or yeah, Jalen Hyatt had a really good year because you saw the elevation of Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker, before he tore his ACL, was top two in the country. Wow. I mean, he was up there with CJ. Yeah. He was up there with Bryce. He was up there with anybody you want to name. And so much of you know Hendon Hooker's numbers came from hitting. Um, hitting him deep. I mean, there was that one game, I forget, where uh, where Jalen Hyatt had like four touchdowns. And everybody was like, this guy's going to be going top 10. But, you know, in the NFL, a lot of teams now are afraid to take that kind of one-trick pony because you've seen over the last couple of years kind of the speed guys fail. And it's not that he's a crazy burner. And I do think it's being overstated, the lack of route running ability, because I don't think he's bad receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm surprised he's uh, still here at 55. You got anything to say on this? I don't think I've heard you talk. <laughs> I was just listening to you. Wax eloquent on. John, why don't you just tell us about your day? Yeah. How you doing, buddy? What do you think? Nice to meet you. This is our first time meeting. Yeah. Wow, what a, what a moment. What a, yeah, you guys just witnessed history. Um <laughs> So we talked about this before you got here. I don't know how much you know about the guy, but what do you guys? What do you think about the Colts taking a uh, quarterback at number four overall, who only completed fifty three percent of his passes in college and played one season? I don't like drafting quarterbacks early if they're not a sure thing. I've never liked it. Hmm. There's no such. Wait, thing I was going to say, thing. is there ever a sure thing? No. Well, there's not. I guess, but yes, kind of. I would have <laughs> picked Joe Burrow number one overall. Trevor no, Lawrence. No it worked out. So you're talking about just like a very polished prospect. Right. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, and even like... Do you think I mean, Bryce, Bryce Young, you can throw him in there. I think he's going to be good. I, I'm so... I'm like so biased, though, about C.J. Stroud as an Ohio State fan. Like, I think he's just going to be real solid. Well, we, what I've been saying to people, too, is like I've watched every snap of C.J. Stroud's college career, and I watched whenever he was a freshman, mm-hmm. true freshman quarterback, and partway through that season, it was like, he oh boy, sucked. he like we're in trouble. He we, sucked. You know, he came in to replace Justin Fields, who I loved at Ohio State, was a great quarterback for us. And Stroud was rough, man. It was yeah. it was not pretty. And by the end of that season, he was in the Heisman running. I mean, the, the the development that he went through, the progression, just shows what he's capable of, and he's only going to continue to get better, in my opinion, in the NFL. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I liked what I liked about CJ is you saw, like throughout his career, he kept getting better. Mm-hmm. And like the things, the things that he struggled with early as a freshman, by the time he left, they were strengths. Mm-hmm. Richardson didn't even play long enough to figure that out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I, it, I think you're just a hater, Blake. No, but I'm, and I'm the same way in San Francisco. I I don't think Lance. There's nothing about Trey Lance that I think tells me he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. So the only, I guess my defense of the Colts drafting Anthony Richardson at four is not so much in defense of Richardson. It's more of 
if you need a quarterback mm-hmm. and you know that we're not going the retread route, there's no veterans, you know, bridge guys out there. We want to try again. They got a new, that new head coach, you know, he, he's coming in here. He wants to get his guy and make him his guy. You got the opportunity to take somebody with, like you said, I mean, he has to develop it, but if he if he develops as a quarterback, I mean, the potential is there to be an absolute stud. He's got Mahomes' potential, which I'm just oh let me my. let me let me let, <laughs> me let me finish what I'm going to say. Oh my goodness, Stop, Justin. Well, that was DF. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, see yourself. I'm going to leave early. Let no, me let me clarify what I'm yes. saying. Did you know Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes when he was drafted? No, Absolutely you not. didn't. But what did he show on film? He showed the athleticism. He showed the ability to extend plays, move around. Yeah, right. and he, I'm not, he was not a prospect that everybody was raving. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Anthony Richardson is Patrick Mahomes, but he has similar traits. That's like, why you take him yeah, that. That's high. like saying anybody who's athletic with a big arm has the potential to do, to be Patrick Mahomes. But I guess I'm saying at four, if you're if you're on the clock there and you know like we we have to have a quarterback, like that's the one position. We we have to address and we got to address it here because yeah, but you can't just you can't just draft like you can't just draft him in in well I took him at four so he'll be good no I'm not I'm saying wow. they believe that they can they can wow. do that this I think that was a it was a perfect situation too for Patrick Mahomes like yeah. mm-hmm. when Patrick Mahomes had a body of work he went toe for toe with the Heisman Trophy winner in college he didn't complete fifty three percent of his passes like I, I don't I think we're we're he was. So underwhelming. He wasn't even like one of the best quarterbacks in his own conference. You know what I mean? Who was Will Levis? <laughs> he he, no. he 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 played better than Richardson. No, no. Statistically, Hell he did. No. Well, I think either way. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see how how these guys play out in the I, NFL in year one. Yeah. It's gonna. Listen, I know don't they're going to get thrust into the starting role sooner rather than later. Hayden Youngblood, welcome to the dog pack. Thank you hey, what's very, up, Hayden? very much. I just threw your name into the, the drawing here. Which did you get Christmas? I did. Okay. Yep. Um, but no, I just, if they would have taken him in the second round, okay, cool. He wouldn't have been there. That's the thing. Somebody was going to take him in what, the first what makes round. He, no, nobody took Will Levis. Le, so let me. Nobody, nobody, Will nobody, Levis, nobody took Will Levis. So you can't say you can't say he wasn't going to be there. I think if if the Colts didn't take him at four, I think Seattle was taking him. I know they talked about it. Yeah. Like, well, it they had disgusting. they have an, a, an embarrassment of riches, multiple picks, and a quarterback that can play for three, four more years. Um. So are you not? You don't think Gardner Minshew is going to be able to start for a significant amount of time? If if Gardner listen, I love Gardner yeah, Minshew, yeah. but if he is, if you think he can start for a significant amount of time, you're talking multiple years. No, I'm I'm more so. I mean, half a season or more is what I'm talking if about. If you think Richardson's going to be ready in a half a season, dude, there's no they're way. They're going to. They're definitely. I, I agree with. Um, Josh. Josh. Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing right, up yeah, Josh and Justin. All right. yeah, just be like Jay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 I I agree with Josh in the sense of Richardson will play this year. I think they're going to be smart about it though, because the Colts aren't in a position where they have to throw him. Let out. me ask you something. The, the, and somebody in the chat is Richardson going to be good, or is he going to? What's he going to be? Can we do Plus, a poll? I just did yeah, a poll. You just okay. did a okay. poll. That, yeah. Let me ask you something. Okay. If Hooker doesn't get injured, do you think that? He gets drafted above Richardson. 
if he doesn't get hurt and he continues to play um, like that all season. Where's this pull? No, I, I, I don't. S- no, you don't think so? I don't think so. I think. How old is Anthony Rush? He's 21, isn't he? He, Did he just turn 21? He's really young. So. He's really young. Yeah. Okay. And Hooker's 26? Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's my reasoning. Hooker's older. Okay. Yep. Yes, you've seen quarterbacks have one-year success and come in the end at Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. But to me, I think the skill set that you know Richardson has is more than Hendon Hooker. Okay. Although I think Hooker is the better day one starter. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. That's kind of I think it, that's kind of, yeah, that's what I was going with. Hooker's going to come in. If he if he starts, he's going to be more polished because mm-hmm. he's more mature. You know, he understands the film work and everything like that much more. He's been around for a while. I don't know if he'll be ready for the start of the season, right? No. no. Hooker, no, I think he's going to be out probably. Didn't he mid-season? I thought it was towards it the was end. It was toward the end. Was like yeah. towards, I think it was yeah. in November when he tore it. Uh, shout out Jesse Kosmeyer. Welcome to the Dog Pack supporters. You're in the drawing? Well, you're also in the drawing, which... Are we going to be doing that now? We might as well just Ow. go ahead and do it. And are we going to do it? Are we going <laughs> to? It's a good pick. Um, best center in the draft. Best center in the draft of the Giants. The, um, well, that's a good thing. You just signed Daniel Jones, so to a longer, you know, extension. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of gotten lost in the offseason, like the kind the contract that he got. Yeah. Um, which I guess compared to like some of the contracts he said, yeah. the quarterbacks are getting, that was nothing. Right. Uh, so are we going to do another drawing? Are we going to take another quick five-minute break after? What do you guys want to do? Do you guys need a break? Are we good? Do I we want to stand up? Yeah, I need to stand up and stretch. So that's cool. We'll take a quick five minute break. Yep. Yep. So we'll make sure back. you guys make sure we're going to announce the winners. We're going to take one more quick, uh, another quick five minute break, and we will be right back again. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be here until the Browns make their picks tonight. We're in here, we're in it we're for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Yep. We appreciate you guys yeah, being here. Um, thank you for all the support. Thank you for everybody who's joined so far. Without further ado, here are your winners. So let's switch it up this time. This will be for the Brownie the Podcaster Elf t-shirt. In this drawing, winner number two for, I guess that'd be February, is Benjamin Mast. Benjamin Mast. So hopefully you're listening right now. We will. We have your contact information because we have your email. We will be getting a hold of you and getting you your t-shirt. Again, thank you for your support. Okay. The homage t-shirt number two is going to be... Val Swanson. Okay. Val Swanson, I hope. Ron Swanson's wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully you're watching, Val. We will get your contact information. Do we have a way to get the contact information? Yeah, I've got... I'll I'll be reaching out to everybody. We'll get it taken care of. Okay, cool. So we'll be getting a hold of you guys. We'll get you your free uh, homage t-shirt. Make sure you guys are coming back because the closer we get to this Browns pick, I'm pretty sure we're going to do the grand prize drawing Mm -hmm. and that is going to be two homage t-shirts and a homage hoodie. That's like north of $100 value. So you don't want to miss that. So again, we're going to take a quick five-minute break and we'll be right back. Please don't go anywhere. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you guys in five minutes. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.